How's it going guys? So this is a hyper basic slash pass level question for micro slash farm for step one. The vignette at a minimum, super easy. The answer choices, slightly increased difficulty in that. Sure, you need to be aware of mechanisms of action. So before we get started, I will be an asshole like I usually am. Tell you to subscribe to my channel. I really appreciate it. Give the video a like. Really appreciate it. Find me on Instagram at melman underscore medical, M-E-H-L-M-A-N underscore medical. The link is down below. Find me on Telegram. Recently created a Telegram group and channel. Links are down below. Now let's start the question. So 49-year-old dude, today history of chest tightness, productive cough, febrile at 102 Fahrenheit, history of alcoholism, chest x-ray and CT are shown. Now look, you're not expected to be a radiology attending. You look at these images here, you say, no fucking idea what I'm looking at. And I say, take two steps back, chill the fuck out for two seconds. We look at this image on the right, it's pointing to a horizontal straight line. It's white on the bottom, it's black on top, okay? You look at the chest x-ray here, the arrow is pointing to a horizontal line. It's white on the bottom, it's black on top. These are called air fluid levels. It's pus, that's white, settling due to gravity, air on top, okay? These are buzzy slash pathognomonic findings for on chest x-ray for pulmonary abscess, okay? You can, of course, my thought was in the small bowel, you can get air fluid levels for obstruction. But for pulmonary stuff, we're talking pathognomonic for uh, pulmonary abscess. Now, this dude has history of alcoholism. This is aspiration risk, okay? Alcoholism, Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer, where you lose the gag reflex. Uh, epilepsy can cause aspiration. Edentulism, sophisticated word for saying loss of teeth, okay, broken teeth. I've seen that in NBME vignettes. These are risks, these are aspiration risks. USMLE wants you to know that pulmonary abscesses are usually normal oropharyngeal flora, okay? It's going to be polymicrobial, mixed gram positive cocci, peptostreptococcus with gram negative rods, mobile luncus, bacteroides. Bacteroides, super fucking important, okay? It's a gram-negative rod, anaerobic. So, questions asking the most appropriate pharmacologic treatment. Let's just walk through the answer choices here. We'll go backwards. Lenostral synthesis, wrong fucking answer. This is an antifungal treatment. This is terbinafine. Uh, terbinafine inhibits squalene epoxidase, converts uh, squalene into lenostral. And uh, terbinafine topically is used for tinea pedis, foams, sprays, Oral terbinafine uh, is for onychomycosis, nail bed fungus, okay? Wrong fucking answer. Ergostral synthesis, wrong answer. This refers to azoles such as fluconazole, okay? More fungal treatment here. So uh, we have lenostral goes to ergostral via 14-D-methylase. Uh, azoles can be described on USMLE as inhibiting P450-D-methylation reaction, okay? 14-D-methylase, that's ergostral synthesis. A lot we can talk about. But how about I just stay concise here, all right? So next answer choice, diadrofolate reductase, wrong fucking answer. But this is high yield for methotrexate, trimethoprim, and pyrimethamine on USMLE. Many discussion points, but methotrexate, uh, you need to know, is the first line DMARD for rheumatoid arthritis. It can cause pulmonary fibrosis. You can also use methotrexate for uh, psoriatic arthritis, systemic psoriasis, okay, general chemotherapy. Uh, trimethoprim, simple UTIs oftentimes. Pyrimethamine is treatment for toxo. Moving forward, uh, DNA polymerase, wrong answer. So you need to know this is acyclovir, gancyclovir, okay? So uh, they will cause chain termination and uh, 
that is probably the highest yield point for DNA polymerase on U.S. simile. Acyclovir for HSV 1 and 2, also VZV uh, shingles. Uh, GAN cyclovir, of course, for CMV. Um, DNA-dependent RNA polymerase is rifampin tangentially. I just want to mention that. So RNA polymerase, rifampin for tuberculosis. DNA gyrase, wrong fucking answer. This refers to topoisomerase 1 or 2 for prokaryotic. Okay, so uh, this is going to be fluoroquinolones, all right, such as ciprofloxacin, uh, which is classic for prostatitis as well as pyelonephritis. Uh, respiratory fluoroquinolones, such as levofloxacin, I mean, patients who have pneumonias who've had recent antibiotic treatment or significant comorbidities. Wrong fucking answer in this case. 50S ribosomal subunit is the correct answer. So the treatment for pulmonary abscesses is clindamycin, super fucking high yield, okay? So uh, it's not often we get very clear-cut, definitive, just boom, this is the antibiotic we give, like no questions asked. U.S. Simile fucking loves clindamycin for pulmonary abscesses. So that's a solid factoid for you if you weren't aware of that already. And just, uh, as we said, alcoholism, epilepsy, Alzheimer with loss of gag reflex, edentialism. Okay, I mean, these are important risk factors for uh, aspiration. Uh, 50S ribosomal subunit can also apply to macrolides, okay, such as azithromycin, which azithromycin's uh, first-line empiric treatment for community-acquired pneumonia as well as chloramphenicol and linizolid. 30S ribosomal subunit refers to aminoglycosides such as gentamicin, as well as tetracyclines. Many discussion points. I mean, what are we gonna do? Make this an hour presentation where I talk about every little fucking detail about every antibiotic, what they're used to treat, all the side effects. I mean, I know some of you want that level of detail, but uh, also many of you want a shorter YouTube clip. So you know the deal, I'm gonna continue to make more content. If you like my stuff, subscribe to my channel. And I appreciate your time, that's it.